It's Monday, June 28th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we will give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. conducted airstrikes in Syria and Iraq over the weekend against two Iranian-backed militias that were mounting drone attacks against U.S. troops. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby said, quote, The United States took necessary, appropriate, and deliberate action designed to limit the risk of escalation, but also to send a clear and unambiguous deterrent message, end quote. Rescue workers digging feverishly for a fifth day Monday stressed that they could still find survivors in the rubble of a collapsed Florida condo building, a hope family members clung to even though no one has been pulled out alive since the first day the structure fell. The death toll rose by just four people Sunday to a total of nine confirmed dead, but more than 150 people are still missing in Surfside. Three people, including a five-year-old child, were killed and three others hospitalized after a train hit a minivan in East Chicago over the weekend, officials said on Sunday. Around the globe, Australia is battling to contain several COVID-19 clusters around the country in what some experts have described as the nation's most dangerous stage of the pandemic since the earliest days. Sydney in the east and Darwin in the north were locked down on Monday. Perth in the west made masks compulsory for three days and warned a lockdown could follow after a resident tested positive from visiting Sydney more than a week ago. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid met in Rome on Sunday as their new governments looked to turn the page on former President Donald Trump and former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose close alliance aggravated partisan divisions within both countries. The push means aiming for smaller achievements, such as shoring up the informal ceasefire that ended last month's war with Gaza's militant Hamas rulers and replenishing Israel's Iron Dome defense system. Looming over Senate Democrats this year is a decision that could fundamentally change Congress, whether to change or eliminate the rules of the filibuster to enact President Joe Biden's agenda. Liberal advocates have pushed hard for the change, urging the Senate to modify or eliminate rules that now require a vote by 60 of the 100 senators to advance most bills. Many Democrats are on board, but others in the party are wary, fearing it will end bipartisanship in the Senate. The number of unemployment benefit recipients is falling at a faster rate in Missouri and 21 other states canceling enhanced and extended payments this month, suggesting that ending the aid could push more people to take jobs. Federal pandemic aid bills boosted unemployment payments by $300 a person each week and extended those payments for as long as 18 months, well longer than the typical 26 weeks or less. The benefits are set to expire in early September, but states can opt out before then. And a vibrantly colored house bedecked with Flintstone characters 
will be allowed to keep its 1960s cartoon-themed sculptures after its owner settled a lawsuit with a San Francisco suburb. The house's owner, Florence Fang, settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsborough to allow her dinosaur pieces to stay on her property. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.